Hello, hi, good evening. How's everyone today? It's the tenth of April, twenty twenty-one, on a Saturday evening, and I'm so glad to be with you tonight. For today's podcast episode, I'm actually going to talk about an article and a vision photograph recreation that I did recently, and posted it on the Vast Alliance. Spiritual prophetic warfare website. Now, sometimes I do a teaching episode, and sometimes I fell under the Holy Spirit anointing, and I had a prophetic word. But for today's episode, it's not going to be a teaching or a prophetic word. Now, I want to share something with you, my listeners. I actually feel more comfortable writing than recording podcast episodes. Sometime last year, when God first told me to start a podcast channel, they had not really caught on in the place where I live. I had never listened to a podcast, but apparently, God is more knowing about the new technologies than me, and God explained to me. And I was really surprised. I even told God, "God, you know that I love writing, and I do better at writing than recording. So why don't you ask me to write stuff for you?" But God was very firm. God says, "No, I don't want you to write. I want you to record a podcast channel for me." That is the work that God called us to do. As a supplement, I have also created a website where there are prophecies or articles that I would put on the website, and the intention is that the website would be a supplementary resource for the primary ministry, which is the podcast channel. So, if you are the sort that likes to read instead of listen, I would encourage you to go and check it out. You will see some articles there, but a lot of the meat of what God is telling us to share with the audience is still going to be captured in the podcast channel. In the last month or so, I heard God say, "Now you can write again." I was happy. It seems like God is giving me the allowance to write again. I have written up one article to share with you a vision that I saw sometime last year. It's a breathtaking vision. After、I、explain it to you, I think it's going to encourage you. So stay on and listen to the end of this episode. For today, I would like to invite you to click on the website if you have not seen it before. It's quite important that you look at the picture as I explain it to you. You will find it easier to follow. For the prophetic visions that I receive from God, often I see them as pictures. They are very realistic pictures that God gives me to see them. It's quite hard to explain them verbally or even writing it down, so I have tried to put together the scene that God showed me. Well, first of all, I want to apologize that my Photoshop skills are not professional, so please forgive me if I did not do it so nicely. But I was trying to convey the scene that God showed me. Now I want to ask you today. How many of you listening tonight? You face pressure 
Maybe there are people around you. They could even be your loved ones in your family or your colleagues who are not as nice to you as they should be. They hurt you. Maybe they have done something mean to you. Maybe there was some misunderstanding. I think it's very common, and I know that all of us have been there before, where people have hurt us, whether intentionally or unintentionally. In this vision that God showed me. The Christian person who is trying to live a good Christian life and be obedient to the words of the Bible, he is confronted by some of these enemies. And if you have ever found yourself in that kind of situation, you're gonna love this vision. I saw that the Christian that was under this kind of pressure, God has situated him in a high tower. Psalms forty six one to three says that God is our refuge and strength, an ever present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our high tower. I saw the Christian being situated in a strong and mighty, sturdy fortress, and because the tower was tall and majestic and grand, he was at the top of the tower with his family. And when he looked down, he could see his enemies at the bottom. And sometimes the human enemies that we have. They may be unreasonable to us. They may be angry and violent, and many times they are also under the influence of the kingdom of darkness. Because don't forget, Satan hates humans, whether you are Christian or non-Christians. The Christian saw that his enemies are at the bottom of the tower. The birds signify the demonic who are riding on their shoulders or on them, making worse the situation. But I saw that the tower was very sturdy, and there was no way that the enemies could get at the Christian. In fact, he was so highly situated that his enemies looked so small, like ants. Those enemies, they were still so angry, and they were using weapons to try to get at him, attack him. But these weapons, they are like pincers, scratching against the stone walls of the fortress. It was totally ridiculous and ineffective. There was no way that they could hurt the Christian. And upon closer look, I was actually very surprised because there was no door. There was no door. I could not see any entrance, any exit in the tower. The Christian felt safe because his enemies could not break down the door and get in, get at him. But I also wondered how did the Christian get on top of the tower then? And the Holy Spirit gave me this verse. John ten verse nineteen says that. Jesus is the door. If anyone enters by Jesus, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The Holy Spirit supernaturally places and situates the Christian in the high tower in the rock of Jesus. As the Christian was at the top of the castle with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit turned his attention to the sky overhead. 
I saw that in the great skies overhead, it looked like there was a huge water catchment that covered nearly the whole part of the sky that I could see. And it was like a water droplet that was collating and accumulating water. It was still hanging overhead the sky. It looked threatening because the volume of water was so large so that if it fell, then there would be a great tsunami, a calamity upon the earth. And as the Christian watched the sky transfixed by that sight, he saw that the hand of God added one single cup of water to that water catchment slowly, one cup at a time. So imagine if you were to add one cup of water, how long is it going to take for it to fill up? And that is when the Holy Spirit told me, this is teaching you about the active weight. And I asked, what is active weight? Most of us don't like to hear the word weight from God, including myself. But I thought that waiting was passive. I don't understand what the Holy Spirit said that it was active and dynamic. And the Holy Spirit explained that the volume of water represented the judgment of God. But God is slow to anger and patient and loving kindness. Nahum 1 verse 3 says that the Lord is slow to anger but great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm and the clouds are the dusk of his feet. The Holy Spirit was teaching me that when God sees all these injustices that falls upon the people on earth, His compassion is stirred up for the victims. And it is not that God is unaware or He doesn't see or He doesn't act, but rather He is patient and He is waiting, but His anger is accumulating one cup at a time. If the people who do wicked things to others and hurt others continues to do them without repentance and with pride thinking that there is no God or thinking that they are God, God is also justice. Otherwise, He would not be known as God. This is the active waiting or the dynamic waiting that the Holy Spirit was trying to teach me. That those who are long-suffering, those who patiently endure and hold on to the teachings of the Bible, not to take revenge, but to cling on to God. God is not only aware of what you have gone through, but His angels are recording down every single good thing that you did to endure. And in the meanwhile, God's anger is building up towards your enemies. This is what the Holy Spirit means by active waiting or dynamic waiting where the longer you wait, the longer you wait patiently upon the Lord without complaining, without grumbling, God is slowly going to change your mind, it's going to change your heart and you're going to feel peace, you're going to feel rest and you're going to rejoice in the Lord and you're going to feel safe because you know that God has it under control. God has sinned, God is patient and loving but He is fair and He will give you justice on your behalf at the right timing. That's how you know that you're not a victim. Now you have the power of God on your side and He's going to help you. You're going to lean upon Him and He's going to put right the wrongs that were done to you. Now you're going to trust in God that God is capable to do and to reign as King. 
and you're not going to take revenge or matters into your own hands. Towards the end of this vision on that day, I saw that the volume of water in the catchment area, it did get full, it did get filled up. Finally, one cup at a time, slowly but surely, it was filled and then it burst because it was too full. I saw the avalanche of the water like tsunami. It's like the dam that's holding it back broke and the whole avalanche of water gushed down the mountain's path in the horizon. So because the volume of water was so large and the mountains they were so great and grand and far away in the horizon, before we even saw the water hit the place where we were, we first heard a deafening sound surrounding of the water gushing down the cliff of the mountain hitting the rocks it was like the greatest roar of the impending waters that were coming the loudest roar that surrounded the whole area so the christian on top of the tower he could see because he was on a high view so he knew that the water has broken and it's soon gushing down and soon going to reach them he looked down at the enemies, and to his surprise, the sound was so loud and so deafening, but those men, they could not hear or they could not tell. They were so blinded by their rage and by their violence. The demons knows about spiritual things better than the human men in the world. So they knew that this impending judgment of God was coming down. And they were afraid and they didn't want to be caught up in the wrath of God. So they took time to make sure that they got out of the way of the tsunami before it came upon them. So the demonic birds, they left the humans that they were encroaching on. But the thing about it was that they were so vicious even towards the human host that served them and did their bidding. As they left, they would inflict the final wound that they could, a final vicious blow like tearing off an arm or biting him just to make sure that they could inflict the final greatest blow to destroy the human before they left. And I threw a little boat over there because I saw in my vision that where there was a little boat lying near the vicious man, those demons, they did not have to, but they were so black-hearted that they took pains to break it, break the little boat before they left, to make sure that it was a death trap for the humans, and there was no way out for them. The final item that I want to leave you with is that God reminded me that the color of the water was wrong. And I remembered that when I saw it in my vision, it was the clearest, purest, most beautiful, clean, blue water that I had saw in the sky. I wasn't able to change the color with my poor Photoshop skills, so you would have to imagine it. But it was the most cleanest, most beautiful water that fell. And the Holy Spirit explained to me that this is a cleansing of God. To clean away the debris and the corruption and the things which are wrong in the world. So do you believe that God is in control despite the situation in the world? No matter how bad it looks and it seems. God didn't cause all these calamities 
it was brought about by the sin of an unrepentant world. But do you believe that even so, God is in control? Or is God out of control? God can't control what's happening. No, He can. He knows what is happening. Isaiah forty thirty one says that, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. I want to ask you today: the inevitable is already happening in the world. But what about you? I'm asking you: what about you? Where are you going to be when the calamity falls? That God allows to happen. Are you going to be found on the high tower in the safe place? Are you going to be scrambling about on the ground, not knowing where to run, where to hide? I know that there are some of you who listen to the podcast, continue to seek God, continue to build yourself up in Him. I wish you have a lovely week ahead. Until we speak the next time.